0: If you are under construction and committed to living life like it matters, you have found a home. Check us out on Facebook, where we post new shows every day, facebook.com slash LIM radio. For information on my transformational leadership training, where I teach you how to live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net. And if you have a spiritual appetite, Check out my daily devotional with some wisdom from above at wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. The time is now to live life like it matters.
1: So welcome to the world of Mr. Black.
0: Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. This is where we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters. And so glad you're joining us. You know, we have a a radio show, a podcast, that is informational, educational, and applicational. And by educational, I do not necessarily mean the learning of mere facts and figures. I'm using uh, Dr. Einstein's definition of training your mind to think. And we've been doing a series called Understanding. Because I believe the number one commodity of leaders is hope. We're to be hope peddlers. But with our disjointed world and our, uh, man, our angry America, uh, we've become so racist. We've been so stuck in the past. Uh, we've become so divisive that uh, I've always been told that America could never be torn down from outside. It must be an inside job. And boy, oh boy. Uh, has the last few months, uh, and again, it's been building up to this for, you know, 10 years, maybe 20, 30, 40 years. But boy, uh, after this last election and the chaos and the weirdness and the strange things that we're not allowed to talk about, uh, America has changed so rapidly uh, and so has the role of leaders. And I think what we need to start finding uh, is people uh, that can have some understanding. Because if I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't it make sense that we're in a position to have a better relationship? And so today, we're gonna continue this series called Understanding. And what I've been working on is explaining to you some different psychometrics. Now, psychometric, for layman's terms, uh, is a questionnaire, if you will, that is designed uh, to put people into categories and these categories are not used to be prejudice to discount people to put people in a quote box these categories are used to have understanding these categories are used to to put yourself in someone else's uh, map of the world Uh, these categories are designed to have you have a better understanding of someone in a quick fashion so that you can adapt yourself so that you can connect with that person. Because what we're working to establish is rapport. Rapport is an unconscious level of communication. Rapport is a level of trust. And there's very little trust in this world. Uh, There's very little swaying of minds. Uh, There's very little convincing at all. Uh, we've just become entrenched in our bitterness in our record of wrong and our pound of flesh and ladies and gentlemen I just got to tell you right now We're better than this We're better than this and I believe that we're being played players. Uh, I believe this is about power. I believe this is about corruption uh, I'm a spiritual man first and foremost. So I believe this is about uh, the fall of man. I believe this is about um, the prince of the power of the air the prince of this world, if you read the Bible, uh, is not God. Uh, we gave over the deed uh, to this planet in Genesis 3 in the Garden of Eden. But Jesus is called the the great redeemer, the kinsman redeemer, because uh, he's going to come back soon for his church, uh, and then a little while after that, bring his church back to come back uh, to redeem uh, his planet. But until then, let's start getting some understanding, because if I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better. Doesn't make sense we're in a position to have a better relationship. And by the way, this is one of my first forays into kind of mixing our radio show and our podcast. You know, our radio show is Monday through Friday, uh, it's uh, live from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's based out of Minneapolis-St. Paul on the Great AM 1570 Freedom 1570, and you can listen anywhere in the world by uh, just live streaming with us uh, by Freedom1570.com. Again, that's 11 to 12 a uh, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's Dallas time. That's Middle America time. Uh, that is Chicago time. That is Mini. Minneapolis time. So uh, you can listen at your leisure and then if you miss it when it's live and then within the hour it'll be on our, our page our like it matters radio.com like it matters just hit the listen link there uh, and you can listen to it in a podcast form. Now we also do have a bi-weekly podcast. Wherever you listen to podcasts uh, you can just search Living life like it matters. Living life like it matters. Uh, and some of you are listening to this in the podcast form, some of you are listening to the radio form. But this is the first time I'm actually gonna merge the two together. Uh, because the radio show is cut and dry, it's hardcore, there are hard breaks, I got so much time to make a point. Uh, the podcast is much more flexible. And so I'll be doing the same show for the first four segments, which will show up on the radio show, and then I'll be adding a bonus piece that'll be just on the podcast because of the time factor. Uh, that will help with implementation. Because remember, our three outcomes is information. I'm sorry, inspiration, education, and application. Uh, uh, inspiration, absolutely. I want to inspire you to do something different. Um, uh, education, the training of the mind to think. Uh, sometimes what I can fall short on a little bit because I run out of time is application. And so my goal is to get to some application in the radio show, but I will add in another segment that will be just on the podcast on that goes in depth on some differences and how to see those differences and how then to connect and match a model, pace and lean to build a state of rapport. So let's talk about one of my favorite subjects today, and that is the DISC behavioral profile. It's called DISC because it is separated out into four quadrants, D-I-S-C. I I would say out of all the psychometrics, uh, it is probably the most well-known, the most well-used and it can be dated back, at least uh, in my recollection, uh, to a book that was written in the 1920s, 1921, 22, 23, somewhere around there, uh, by Dr. William Marston. Uh, many consider Dr. Marston the father of adult learning. Uh, and uh, he, was the, actually, he was the creator of Wonder Woman, I found out. He actually, I think he created the first lie detector test. Uh, interesting man, and, and he is considered the father of adult learning. And in the book of Emotions of Normal People, He basically separated personalities into four distinct types, which uh, we call DISC, D-I-S-C. Now, he didn't just come up with this idea on his own. This goes back way further. Matter of fact, you probably know that when doctors take an oath, when they become doctors, my son-in-law, Kevin, who I'm very proud of, uh, my daughter, Faith Black, got married to Kevin uh, and Kevin uh, is working to be a doctor and so I'm very proud of you Kevin hard work you're doing and when Kevin becomes a doctor he will take what's called the Hippocratic Oath right and so the reason it's called the Hippocratic Oath is because of a man named Hippocrates okay so Hippocrates was a founder of the the field of medicine if you will and what he came up with was that there were basically uh, four basic fluids, or they called them humors, if you will, and that Hippocrates believed were the basis of personality traits, and this is where it comes from. Uh, black bile, yellow bile, blood, and phlegm. So Hippocrates introduced the theory that bodily fluids can be divided into four distinct humors. He linked these humors to diseases and, there's a conjunction there, and to personality traits. And so let me tell you each one. So yellow bile is considered a choleric personality. Now, when someone is balanced in this personality, they are leaders, they are extrovert, they're convincing, they are restless, unbalanced, excess anger, aggressiveness. We would probably classify that close to the D personality today. Uh, The black bile is what's called melancholic. So melancholy, remember that personality? So um, balanced, it would be serious, uh, introvert perfectionist, analytical, unbalanced, depression, rigid. And that to me, again, I just looking at these uh, in detail, we're probably be more like a C type personality. And then you have blood, the sanguine personality. Balanced They're social, expressive, extrovert, uh, creative, unbalanced, lack of willpower, forgetful, attention-seeking. Uh, clearly, without a doubt, uh, you would equate that to the I type personality. And then you had phlegm, phlegmatic personality, balanced, uh, introvert, calm, caring, dreamers, unbalanced, resistance to change, lazy, indecisiveness, and nothing personal, but we would call classify that as the S-type personality. So today on Like It Matters Radio, today on the podcast Living Life Like It Matters, we're talking about understanding, and today we're going into the DISC Behavioral Profile. We'll be right back.
1: Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening.
2: For probably two thirds of my
0: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio, where we are living life like it matters. Living life like it matters. That's the name of our new podcast, bi-weekly. Uh, and so this week, uh, we've actually kind of co-joined our radio show, which is a daily radio show, uh, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 12 noon Central Standard Time. Uh, and we've merged it with our bi-weekly podcast, Living Life Like It Matters. And so the radio show, have uh, we have a set uh, hour worth of content. 48 minutes minus commercials, Uh, and then the podcast has a little more flexibility, so uh, today we will actually be going through the DISC behavioral profile, and there'll be an added bonus on the podcast, so you will download it, listen at the very end where we will add some more distinct uh, information uh, that you'll find very enjoyable and easier to identify these four personality styles. Now, we're talking about Dr. William Marston, his seminal work in the book, The Emotions of Normal People, that was written in the 1920s, uh, and he basically came up with the disc behavioral profile, taking all personalities and separate them into four behavioral types. But this is based on the work of Hippocrates um, hundreds uh, of years earlier, uh, and uh, Hippocrates came up with the belief that there were basically four Personality traits and they were tied to bodily fluids. Uh, And he considered yellow bile, which is more of a choleric personality, in other words, more extroverted, more convincing, more restless. Uh, Then there's a black bile personality, what we'd call the melancholic personality, serious but introverted, perfectionist, uh, analytical. And then uh, the third bodily fluid would be blood, and that would consider the sanguine personality. Again, more socially, more expressive, more extroverted, more creative. And then the fourth uh, fluid, and what they would call humor, is phlegm. And this was the phlegmatic personality. Again, introverted, calm, caring, and dreamers. And so what Dr. Marston did is he took uh, Hippocrates' work, and he basically modernized it. And it's interesting because as a, I'm actually was a certified with DISC, with Personality Insights, um, really enjoy the work of the the team there in Atlanta, Georgia. I've been doing it for uh, probably 25 years. And one thing I found really interesting in uh, the what's called the Marston's model is he had, saw two categories. He saw personal power and he saw our environment. And really the way those two things create four quadrants. Uh, you know you have uh, believe in your environment either more powerful than your environment or you're less powerful than your environment. And then you believe uh, in your personal power uh, that you're able to handle anything thrown at you or that you're not able to handle. Anything thrown at you, right? So you are either less powerful or more powerful uh, in your personal power, and then you believe either. And these are all at the unconscious level. Your environment is either a more, uh, a, I would say, more uh, maybe not more powerful, more positive. You have a good environment versus a not so good environment. You're at peace with your environment, or you're at war with your environment. And this is really, if you take those two pieces, and then you create four quadrants with it. You know, for the environment. Environment uh, that uh, more powerful is on top uh, and uh, i mean, sorry, for the personal power, there's more power on top uh, and less power on the bottom. And then the environment is favorable or unfavorable. So those are things we're working on. So for the D personality, they believe, the feeling is, the unconscious belief is that they are more powerful than their environment uh, and they can handle it uh, no matter what. But they also believe that their environment is unfavorable toward them so a lot of times the d personality will come across more like a chip on their shoulder where they're ready to block an attack where people want to know if they ate their young because they can be on edge a lot because again they seem to be like a wounded bear they're in a, a an environment that's not favorable to them but they also believe that they can overcome anything they believe in their own personal power uh, it's the D personality, and that is my primary personality style. And then you have the I personality style. Uh, they believe uh, that, again, they are more powerful, that they can handle no matter what the environment comes at them or throws at them, but they also believe uh, that they, uh, their environment's favorable. They're a people person. They're, uh, they love people. They interact with everybody. Uh, so the I personality sees themselves as being able to handle any situation more powerful. And they see their environment as favorable. Uh, where the D personality, again, believe that they could handle any situation. They're more powerful. But they view their environment as unfavorable. That's the, the difference between the D and the I. Now the S personality, uh, what they do is they see themselves as uh, less powerful. Uh, A little more demurred, if you will. Uh, And they see their environment also as favorable, kind of like the I does. So they see their environment as favorable, uh, like the I, uh, both uh, the same thing. However, the I considers themselves powerful enough to overcome anything, where the S considers themselves less powerful and then the C personality style. The C personality style is less than both. So they feel that, they're, uh, that they don't have the power to overcome anything the environment comes at them with, and that their um, environment is unfavorable as a general rule. Now these are at the unconscious level, and that might not make sense uh, if you don't know uh, DISC and you haven't studied this stuff, but if you do know DISC and have studied this stuff, it makes all the sense in the world on why people respond no the way they respond and remember that we're dealing with two things their environment and their personal power environment and personal power those are really the two things that differentiate all personalities into these four styles so now let's bring that home to the D I S and C So as we break down the personality styles, I want you to look at the traits of people. And just like with the Marston model, we separate out into two categories of environment. Is it favorable or unfavorable? And our personal power, are we more powerful than our environment or are we less powerful than our environment? We're gonna do the same thing with the personality pattern summary of DISC, but now the two categories are gonna be outgoing or reserved or task-oriented or people-oriented, okay? So outgoing or reserved, and task-oriented or people-oriented. And again, if you cross those two lines, you would see four quadrants. So in the upper left quadrant, you have the group that is outgoing and task-oriented and that is the D type personality. Now, uh, when I was trained at personality insights on uh, facilitating DISC, uh, one thing I liked about it is they put all the D words, all the descriptors in starting with D, they used the same thing with I, did the same thing with S, and did the same thing with C. Uh, That's a good pastor does that, a good uh, linguistic does that, a good etymologist does that, so I like that. So, for the D personality, which quadrants are outgoing, Okay, and task-oriented, let me give you a few words to describe the D personalities. Ds are dominant, they're direct, they're demanding, they're decisive, they are determined, they are the doers. The I personality, now the quadrants for the I personality are similar to the D where they are both outgoing. The Ds and the Is are the outgoing, the Ss and the Cs are the more reserved. But the D, as I said before, was task-oriented, whereas the I is people-oriented. So outgoing and people-oriented are the I personality styles. So let me give you a few I words to describe the I personality styles. Inspiring, influencing, impressionable, interactive, impressive, and interested in people. Now we drop down to the left, the bottom left because I want you to picture four quadrants right so the very top left is D outgoing and task oriented Uh, on the right quadrant on the top would be I outgoing and people oriented now the bottom left let's go and put the C personality which would be reserved and task oriented and then to the right right below the I would be the S which is people focused and reserved So if you went around the circle clockwise, uh, the very top D, the one next to it would be I, then right down below that would be S, and then to the left would be C. So it goes in a circle clockwise, D-I-S-C. So for the S, the S is reserved and people-oriented. So let me give you a couple S words to describe the S type personality, okay? They are supportive, they are stable, they are steady, They can be sweet. Yeah, yeah. They can tell I'm not an ass, right? They're into the status quo. They don't like change. Uh, Can't we all just get along? They don't like conflict either, by the way. Uh, And they can be come across as shy. Now, the last uh, personality style is the C. And again, C is reserved and task-oriented. So let me give you a few words to describe the C personality. They are cautious. They are calculating. They are conscientious, they are contemplative, and they are careful. They are cerebral. Some people might call them cold. You know, each one has its strengths and each one has its weaknesses. And one thing I learned a long time ago is any strength used to an overabundance becomes a weakness. And so you'll notice some of the things I mentioned as I go through these four personality styles are great strengths but used excessively, they become a great weakness. The old adage, if every, if the only tool you have in your toolbox is a hammer, then every problem looks like a nail. You got my point? And so remember the purpose of being able to identify this. And these are the first two checkpoints. As you're talking to someone, is this person outgoing or are they more reserved? Are they more out there or are they more in there? You got my point? And then as you listen to them, and you converse with them and you communicate and you interact with them, is that person seen to be more focused on people or more focused on tasks? Are they more focused on relationships or are they more focused on outcomes? And again, please know, I'm not putting any value judgment on any of this. I'm not saying what's right, what's wrong, what's good or bad, because what's right and wrong is dependent on the situation, dependent on the people, dependent on the history. And so today on Like It Matters Radio and our podcast, Living Life Like It Matters, we're continuing a series of understanding, and today we're focusing on the DISC behavioral profile, the DISC psychometric. I am Black. Be right back. We are all in the construction
2: business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. and how to function at a higher level.
0: Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it
2: up. Contact Mr. Black at Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life.
0: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. And by the way, for those of you that have a spiritual inkling to you, for those of you that are children of God uh, and you want some manna from heaven, another thing we do at Like It Matters, one of our uh, four stools, if you will, our four uh, um, legs of the stool, if you will, of what we do, is I'm a pastor. And so I share the word of God And not only share the word of God But help people digest it, explain it So every morning I take scripture uh, And I write a blog, a pretty meaty blog It's not an hors d'oeuvre, it's uh, meat and taters Uh, And uh, you can access that by going to wayofwarrior.blog wayofwarrior.blog Every day I uh, post it As soon as I post it, uh, you'll get it if you follow And the way you follow it is go to wayofwarrior.blog You'll see today's post Go down the very bottom right, you'll see a little button that says follow. Uh, If you click that button, it'll allow you to type in your email address. And then every day that I post my thing, and I do it seven days a week, 365 days a year, I've never missed in eight years. um, It will send it to you directly. And for those of you that truly want to change your life, you've got to change your heart, you've got to change your mind. uh, And uh, we are creatures of habit. And if you're going to make any lasting change, you must do it the way that the unconscious brain works. And I teach you all that in my two and a half day intensive leadership training that I've been doing for 30 years. That's why I'm on the radio. That's why I can uh, boast about over 10,000 people that I've walked with intimately that I've helped change their lives. And to read about that, because we do one class once a month. We have a limit our class size about 12 people. So go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net. And you can find out about my transformational training. And so today we're continuing a series called Understanding because I believe what's lacking in the world today outside of hope, outside of God, is understanding. And I believe that if I could understand you a little bit better and you could understand me a little bit better, it doesn't make sense we're in a position to have a better relationship. And we want to be able to establish rapport before we attempt to sell anybody anything. And you might be saying, well, Black, what does it matter? I'm not a salesperson. Yes, you are. And if you keep saying you're not, you're not going to ever reach your potential and ever get what you're supposed to get out of your life. Because selling is nothing more than gaining agreement with someone to buy your product, your service, your hand in marriage, your belief in God, whatever it is you're selling. And before you ever attempt to sell anybody on anything, you need to first establish rapport. Rapport is an unconscious level of communication, an unconscious level of trust, I should say, that allows for communication to take place. That's why it's important though, know, because if I know your certain proclivities, if I know uh, you're a little more aggressive, if I know you're a little louder, if I know uh, you have a certain map of reality, then if I want to connect with you, if I want to build rapport with you, then I must meet you in your map of the world. In order for me to understand where your map of the world is, what your map of the world is, I've got to seek understanding. I've got to find out about you the bible talks about knowing people in the bible when it says they knew each other that means they had physical intercourse that's what that means but you know we don't know that many people that well because we're so wrapped up in ourselves and rule number one about being a leader it's not about you get off yourself leader and so it's time that we start focusing on other people get our eyes off us and get our eyes on other people, not to judge them, not to condemn them, not to cancel them, not to ridicule them, not to censor them, not to turn them into the Facebook fact checker censor people, but to connect with them so that you can both get what you both want from the interaction. And so we're talking about the DISC behavioral profile today. Uh, and so let's go ahead and focus on my personality style. Uh, the even the dominant personality style, the leader in the disc profile. Right? Uh, you spell disc D I S C. So the first letter is D. Appropriately so, because remember the D personality is a mixture of the outgoing. Right? They're outgoing, they live on the outside, and they're task-oriented. Now remember, using Dr. Marston's model, a D personality believes in their personal power, that they can overcome anything. You know, screw me once, shame on you. Screw me twice, shame on me. That's a D statement. You know what, uh, when I was in high school, I was in football and we did two a days and we had these shirts that showed the Incredible Hulk that said I survived two a days basic high school. Uh, and that's for me, I can overcome anything. Teach me the rules and I'll win. And I'll at least play well. You know, so the D personality, they believe that they are more powerful than whatever's thrown at them. But they also view their environment uh, as uh, not conducive to them, like they're in warrior mode all the time, like their environments against them, like a, a wounded bear, if you will. And that's why they get some of the some of the traits. That's why sometimes we can come across as harsh. So. For the D personality, their sign, though, by the way, is the exclamation point. Each one of these has a picture. Remember, a picture's worth a thousand points. Uh, And for the D personality, the picture is an exclamation point. So the D words that describe the D personality are dominant, demanding, direct, determined, decisive, doer. They can be dictatorial. They are dogmatic. They are dreamers. They are diligent. They are dynamic. And in their weak point, in their unbalanced, what Hippocrates called unbalanced, they are defiant. Percentage of population by the grace of God is only 10%. Example would be Lee Iacocca, Judge Judy, uh, Donald Trump. Um, you know, uh, their basic need is they need to be challenged. Uh, they'll die in an unchallenging environment, and they also need control. They might, what you might call, a control freak. Now, strengths and weaknesses. Remember how strengths and weaknesses are tied together. Weaknesses are strength pushed to an extreme. So, their strengths are strong willed, determined, independent, optimistic, practical, productive, decisive leader, and they are confident. Now remember, any strength used to an overabundance becomes a weakness. So their weaknesses, they can be angry, They can be cruel. They can be sarcastic. They can be domineering. They can be inconsiderate. They can be proud. They can be crafty, self-sufficient and unemotional under control. They are courageous. Out of control. They are reckless under control. They are quick to respond out of control. They are rude under control. They're goal oriented out of control. They're impatient under control they're results oriented out of control. They're pushy. Under control, they're deliberate. Out of control, they're dictatorial. Under control, they're self-confident. Out of control, they are conceited. Under control, they are direct. Out of control, they are offensive. Under control, they are self-reliant. Out of control, they are arrogant. Under control, they are straightforward. Out of control, they are abrasive. And lastly, under control, they are competitive. Uh, And out of control, they are ruthless. So when you're coming across some of those Traits, you're basically dealing with a D personality. And D personalities do not like weakness. Now let's go to the I personality. The I personality falls in the two categories of outgoing and people focused. Similar to the D, but the Ds are task focused, where the Is are people focus. By the way, uh, in Marston's model, they would be considering themselves more powerful than their environment. And they would also look at their environment as positive. These are more positive people. So let me give you some. And by the way, their, their picture is the star. It's the star. Right? So here's some I words describe the I personality. Inspirational. Influencing. Inducing. Impressive. Impressive interesting impressionable important interchangeable interested in people impulsive imaginative and at a low point at a weakness they are illogical percentage of population 25 to 30 percent examples uh these are your people people robin williams jay leno uh bill cosby uh outgoing people People that treat you like everybody that's with them is their best friend. Uh, the best meal they ever had was the one they just had. The best movie they ever saw was one. Uh, Donald Trump also has a lot of eye in him. He does. He can connect with people so well. It's one of the misnomers that he hates people. Oh, my gosh, people love him uh, when they meet him. I've heard many people, mayhem He just, you, they fall in love with him. So basic need of an eye, they need approval. They need relationships, and they need recognition. So strengths member strengths are friendly. They're friendly. They're compassionate. They're carefree. They're talkative. They're outgoing. They're enthusiastic. They're warm, reasonable and fun. But remember, weaknesses are strength pushed to an extreme. So their weaknesses they're weak willed, unstable, undisciplined, restless, loud, undependable, egocentric, exaggerative, and frivolous. Under control, they're optimistic, out of control, unrealistic. Under control, they're persuasive, out of control, they're manipulative. Under control, they're excited, out of control, they're emotional. Under control, they're communicative, out of control, they gossip. Under control, they're spontaneous, out of control, impossible. Impulsive. Under control, outgoing, uh, out of control, unfocused. Under control, expressive, out of control, excitable. Under control, involved, out of control, directionless. Under control, imaginative, out of control, daydreaming. And under control, they are warm and friendly. And out of control, they are purposeless. Remember, doesn't it make sense. Then, if I could understand you a little bit better and you could understand me a little bit better, then we are in a position to have a better relationship. And that's why we're covering this on today's podcast, on today's radio show, because we need to start seeking some understanding. The way you connect with someone is you get out of your map of reality and step into theirs. You've got to come up with commonalities. There's a common ground. And so what are the common grounds? If someone is outgoing, you need to match them and be outgoing. If someone is more reserved, you need to pull back on your energy, be more reserved. If someone's more people focused, you need to be talking about the effects on people. If someone is more outcome focused, you need to be talking about more of the big picture and getting things done. Again, this is all about you. Remember, the element in a system with the most flexibility has the most power. My goal is to help you find your power and your freedom, which are not from government, which are not from man, which come from God and are in each and every one of us. So I am black and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio, living life like it matters. And today, we're continuing the series of Understanding, and we're talking about the DISC Behavioral Profile. And we've already covered the D and the I, so let's go ahead and get to the S and the C. So for the S-type personality, the two quadrants for this personality style is People and Reserved. Okay, so they're similar to the I uh, in that they are focused on people, but where the uh, I is more outgoing, the S is much more reserved. Okay, so for the S, uh, if you were looking at Milton's, uh, I'm sorry, Marston's model, you would look at they see themselves as less powerful uh, and they see their environment uh, as positive. So even though they don't see themselves as powerful, the ability to overcome anything, they see themselves in a positive environment. So they don't have the chip on their shoulder. That's why one of the uh, traits of an S is uh, don't rock the boat. Can't we all just get along? Uh, If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't break it, right? It works. So S's don't like change. Uh, S's don't like confrontation. Why? Because I told you they don't see themselves as that powerful. And number two, they see their environment as positive and or friendly. So, you know, let's keep things going the way they are. It ain't broken, don't fix it, don't break it, right? It's okay, leave it alone, man, right? (laughs) That's a very S personality style. So let me give you some S words to describe the S personality style. Steady, stable, secure, Supportive. They are servants. Again, they are sweet. They are submissive. They are shy. Uh, They like the status quo. They are very sentimental. Uh, and they like sameness. They, they're they not a friend of change. Uh, they don't like change. And if you give an S a lot of change at one time, you shut them down sick days, uh, passive aggressive behavior, uh, they find a new job. I'm just telling you right now, they will avoid uh, and they will lose a lot. Now, by the grace of God, don't tell me God doesn't love us because the S personality style is the largest of the styles, 30. To thirty-five percent, basically one out of three uh, has this personality style. Remember, D's by the grace of God were roughly about ten percent. And the old saying about D's is: "You're the, there's only two types of people, D's and those that want to be D's." Right? So S's are more the sentimental; they're your best team members. Uh, examples: uh, the the entire uh, Mayberry show, right? Sheriff Andy Taylor, Aunt B. Uh, slow, steady, status quo, sentimental. These are your team players. They they like to be a part of a team. They do not need the spotlight. They don't seek the spotlight. They don't want the spotlight. They don't need to be out in front. They function well as part of a group, as part of a team. Their basic need, and the reason why you gotta know a basic need, this is what you gotta do to connect with people. If you can help people get their basic need, you got a friend, uh, you got a follower, uh, you got rapport, you got someone that will listen to you and be receptive to you. So, their basic need is appreciation. They need to know they matter, they need to know they appreciate it, and security. They need security. So, strengths for the S they are calm, they are dependable, they are easygoing, trustworthy, efficient, practical conservative, diplomatic, and humorous. Now remember, weaknesses are strengths pushed to an extreme. So weaknesses, they are stingy. They are fearful. They are indecisive. They can be a spectator. They become self-protective. They can be unmotivated. And they can come across as selfish and timid and shy. So under control, that personality style is relaxed. But out of control, they lack initiative. Under control, they're reliable. But out of control, they're dependent. Under control, they're cooperative. Out of control, they are a sucker. In other words, they let people walk all over them. Uh, Under control, they are stable. But out of control, they can't make a decision. They're indecisive. Under control, they're a good listener. But out of control, this is why I told you their passive-aggressive nature kicks in. Out of control, they're uncommunicative. Under control, they're single-minded. Out of control, they're inflexible. Under control, they're steadfast. Out of control, they resist change. Under control, they're soft-hearted. And out of control, they're easily manipulated. Under control, they're systemic, systematic, I should say. And out of control, they are slow. Under control, amiable. Out of control, They are resentful. And to me, the under control, out of control, that's the way I do it. That's why I do it the way I do It's all about a continuum. It's a horizontal line from left being under control to the far right being out of control. And I don't mean that the far right wink, wink, nudge, nudge politically or socially. That's not what I'm talking about. All right. So that's the S personality. And the final of the personality styles in the DISC behavioral profile is the... C personality style. And by the way, I don't think I told you the symbol for the S personality style is the plus and the minus. You know, you could also put the scales there, be another one, plus or minus, you know, they're balanced, you know, the scales, if you will. And so that's the sign for the S personality. So for the C personality style, remember the two categories, we talked about either Task focused or people focused, and either outgoing and reserve or reserved. And for the C personality style, they are task focused and they are reserved. All right. In the Milton model, uh, you would basically put them uh, as uh, uh, they believe they are less powerful than their environment, and they believe their environment uh, is not necessarily. Uh, polite to them, uh, friendly to them, if you will. So that's why C personalities uh, engage a lot of time independent on rules. Uh, They are the people that like uh, rules and they like for everybody to follow the rules because rules give an environment some clarity. Rules give the environment some more of a peace of mind because if I know the rules, I can meet the rules and I could do well. Got my point? Got my point. And by the way, the question mark for the C, I mean, the uh, symbol for the C uh, personality style is the question mark because they're always questioning. But these are like your CPA styles, your engineers, uh, your airline pilots, you know, where you you measure three times and cut once. That's a C trait right there. So let me give you some C words describe the C personality style, competent, cognitive, Cautious, careful, calculating, critical, compliant, conscientious, correct. That's a perfect one for C, correct. Conformist, right, consistent. And in their weak point, if they're not aware, they could become across clearly as cold, cold, calculating, uh, unemotive that they come across as. Not that they are. But they're always in their head. They're always figuring out the best way to do things. They want to know the rules so they can play by the rules and win by the rules. So percentage of population for the C type personality is 20 to 25%. 20 to 25%. They are the second lowest number. Uh, well, of course, the lowest is the D personality. And it's uh, all the other three styles that's funny are 20 to 25, 30 to 35, whatever they were. But with a D, 10. Just 10. That's it. One out of 10. That's it. Uh, so for the percentage of population for the C, 20 to 25%. And it's funny because uh, when I think of examples, I think of dragnet. Just the facts, ma'am. Was it Sergeant Bill Friday, whatever his name was, right? Just the facts, ma'am, just the facts. Spock, right? Not emotive, just data. You know, data on the new Star Trek, right? Data, it's just data. It's computerish, right? That's the C type personality. Now their basic need, remember, basic need, we'll do anything we can to get that basic need, uh, is quality answers and value. So strengths, gifted, analytical, sensitive, perfectionist, aesthetic, idealistic, loyal, self-sacrificing and thorough weaknesses, self-centered, moody, critical, negative, rigid, theoretical, impractical, unsociable, revengeful, under control, orderly, out of control, compulsive, under control, logical, out of control, critical, under control, intense out of control, unsociable, under control. Curious out of control, prying under control. Teachable uh, out of control. Easily offended under control. Cautious out of control. Fearful under control. Correct out of control. Inflexible under control. Questioning out of control. Doubtful under control. Conscientious out of control. Worrisome under control. Precise and out of control. Picky. Now, we're getting ready to wrap up this radio show, but you need to know you know this information to connect with people. you got to meet them in their map of reality. you got to establish rapport. And now on the radio show, we're getting ready to bring this to an end. But on our podcast, we'll have another segment. We'll go into some obvious indicators, some behavioral style summaries to see so you can notice certain things that will tell you right off the bat how that person is processing. So you are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black helping you become more hopeful about your future reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does.
1: That's like it matters.net.
0: All right, so thank you for rejoining us on our podcast, Living Life Like It Matters. And as I promised, I got some bonus content for my podcast listeners. And please, podcast listeners, download our podcast every Monday and every Thursday. Share it with a minimum of five people, please. Uh, Send it to people. Recommend it to people. Like it, please. We need, man, we can change this world, but we gotta do it by changing hearts and changing minds. And with all the podcasts out there, there's entertainment, there's just people talking. They're to complain and gripe and to think of all things that don't benefit you. We actually have a podcast. A living life like it matters that helps people live life like it matters. So we're talking about the DISC behavioral profile. Let's talk about some summaries. Remember, the D is dominant, direct, demanding the doer. The I is inspirational, influencing, interactive, and interested in people. The S is steady, stable, supportive, and loves the status quo. And the C is cautious, calculating, contemplative and careful major wants you need to know major wants for the d is challenge um uh, power and authority to be in control the i their major want is flexibility freedom of speech to an s uh they want time to adjust uh they don't they're not a big fan of change and for a C, they need time to analyze as much data detail as possible. Now strengths, remember each each one of these has strengths and has weaknesses, all right? The strengths of a D, they take quick action, creating change, taking charge, getting results. For an I, their strength is verbalizing, generating enthusiasm. For an S, their strength is staying in one place, demonstrating patience and loyalty. To a C, their strength is following directions, and uh, maintaining standards, if you will, checking for accuracy. Major fear, by the way, major fear, people will do everything to avoid this major fear. This is the uh, this is the the trump card. Uh, this is the kryptonite, so you need to stay away from this if you want to connect with this style. For a D, major fear is losing control of the environment, being taken advantage of. For an I, their major fear is rejection, loss of social recognition. For an S, their major fear Fear is sudden change, losing security and confrontation. And for C, their major fear is criticism of performance, irrational acts, if you will, and antagonism. So to reduce stress, D is uh, openly hostile. Uh, For an I, it's emotional expression of feelings. For an S, it's shutting down. It's uh, getting excessive sleep. And for C, they withdraw they need time alone. Now, when the pressure gets big, you can tell who your D's are, who your I's are, who your S's and C's. Again, how do they handle pressure? A D becomes domineering. It becomes impatient, abrasive, tough. For an I, they become emotional. They can become very disorganized, careless, and unpredictable. For an S, they become conforming. They become indecisive and they hesitate. For C, they withdraw. They become stubborn. They become picky. They become very pessimistic, critical, negative, if you will. Now, for recovery, how does a, how do each of these styles recover? Well, for D, they need physical activity. They need some competition, friendly competition. For an I, they need social activity. Uh, they need interaction with people. They don't need to be alone. They need to be with people. For an S, they need undirected activity. They need to retreat. What do you think sitting there on a couch with a remote control in your hand, just numbly just pushing channel to channel to channel? that's uh, undirected activity. And for C, they need cognitive activity. They need uh, solitude. Again, some alone time and some time to get their thinking going. Now, as a buyer, what do each style respond to? You got to know this, leaders, right? You got to know this, salespeople. So as a buyer, Ds respond to options, efficiency, the bottom line. B, Ds like the bottom line. And they don't, and by the way, Ds don't like to be sold either. For an I, they like uh, saving, they like saving personal effort. They love testimonials, oh my gosh. They wanna know who else is doing what they're doing. They love to be a group of people. They love to be part of the in crowd. For the S, they need assurance of stability. They need personal attention. And for the C, they need evidence of quality uh, quality and accuracy. They take logical approaches. So for decision style, the D is quick. They decide. I's go by their feelings, right? They get emotional, that, that gut feeling. Uh, S's are very deliberate, very deliberate. And C's are analytical. Might need time to think about it. So again, let me give you some, a couple more details and then we'll uh, end this thing. But for the DISC, let me give you um, some personal decor. For a D... Their personal decor uh, it would be a large desk, uh, awards, useful accessories. For an I, they have flashy stuff, trendy stuff, fun pictures. Uh, For an S, you'd see a lot of sentimental stuff like family pictures, uh, personal mementos, maybe awards or certificates they got from the past. Uh, For C, you're gonna see everything aesthetically pleasing, unique, functional, and they're probably gonna have their certificates, what they're certified for, what degrees they have around everywhere, body language. Body language for Ds, they tend to gesture big because they live outward, Uh, they're big creatures. They lean into things, they lean forward, they're always advancing, they're, uh, you know, they don't know their space, uh, uh, their space uh, quantity, if you will, I take up too much space, Uh, I can get really close to people, if you will. So eyes are, uh, uh, they're expressive, they're friendly, uh, they have a friendly posture, they're amusing, they're very open. For an S, they have gentle gestures, reassuring, remember calm keep calm carry on keep calm carry on and for the c their body language done emotional controlled gestures and they're always assessing organizational method uh, for a d accessible practical not really neat or not dependent on being neat Uh, for an i uh, piles rather than disorganized Uh, for an s systematic traditional and for a c highly organized personalized detailed system speech patterns for a d directive tones abrupt interrupting always doing something for an I, they're very talkative varied tones personal easily distracted and then for the s they're conversational they have more warm tones friendly prefers listening again it's not gonna be loud doesn't like confrontation and doesn't like to be yelled at uh, for C, they are clarifying, they are monotone, they are logical, they are focused, and they are emotionless. Again, why do we do this? Why do we need to know this? Because if I can understand you a little bit better, and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't it make sense we're in a position of have a better relationship? And what's lacking in the world today is understanding. And that's why I do this podcast day uh, twice of a week. Uh, Monday is story time with Mr. Black, and then Thursday is a full-blown podcast like this one. And so, man, if you wanna live your life like it matters, it takes work. You know, we used to say in the, in the uh, financial services, people don't plan to fail, they fail to plan. And if you're gonna connect with people, you gotta get off yourself, leader. Uh, you gotta see what this person that you're talking to, what is their map reality and then meet them in their map reality. You don't have to agree with it, you don't have to like it, meet them there, and then you can pace and lead them out of there. You can match and model them out of there. That's what leaders do. Remember, the element in a system with the most flexibility has the most power. My goal is to help you take back your power and your freedom. Remember Dr. Frankel said, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space, Is your power. It is your freedom. So I'm Mr. Black, and hopefully you'll tune in Monday for the newest edition of Storytime with Mr. Black. Until then, remember, when you live your life like it matters, it does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, master trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching counseling our radio show and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters